Nutrition is remarkable in its ability to have people with completely opposite views saying they have science to support completely opposite views. Frustrating, isn't it? What are we supposed to believe? In this training, I'm going to explain why you need to turn on your garbage disposal and get rid of that great white shark. Turn on the garbage disposal and fill it with sugar and flour. Seriously, the sugar and flour we have today is not produced the way our ancestors had it. It's garbage. Not only is sugar and flour a killer by its very nature, industrialization has made it into a great white shark because it's artificially produced. Our bodies simply did not evolve to handle these artificially fake food-like substances. You're, gonna, you're not going to want to miss today's training as we expand on detoxifying our body naturally. And that leads us to Dynamism Biohack, Turn On Your Garbage Disposal. Dynamism is the enthusiastic quality or charism that dynamic people possess that characterizes them by their vigorous action and progress. They step outside that it's genetic cliche, the blame it, name it, and tame it with a drug approach into what I call true health. This is the health class your doctor doesn't know. The wellness prevention and health promotion solution. How to get and stay well for a lifetime. That's dynamism. Your body doesn't know what to do with pure sugar. How much sugar do you think we consume in the year 1700? And think about this for a moment. Most people would have no idea, but it comes out to roughly five pounds annually. To date, the average person now consumes 150 pounds of sugar every year. And that means we consume 150 pounds of a substance, which we ate only five pounds per year in 1700. So for thousands of years, sugar was non-existence and appeared distilled refined form. You know, our ancestors never distilled sugar into the finest granular substance that we see today. Again, our bodies do not know how to respond. 150 pounds of sugar per year. And that shift is the most significant shift in human nutrition since the invention of fire. Think about that for a moment. The invention of fire. Nothing else was as significant as the introduction of that level of sugar into our diet. And the consequence is simple. The increases level of obesity, heart disease, fatty livers, diabetes, and depression that we see in our modern world. Sugar is the root cause of most chronic disease. Our Western diet is the problem, and it cannot be tamed with a potion, lotion, medication, or even a nutraceutical option. It must be eliminated from our diet first and foremost. So let me talk a little bit about white flour. How did this Western disease start showing up in different populations? Well, it fits perfectly with the ability to transport refined sugar and refined flour like white flour. Again, how old do you think white flour is? Again, our ancestors had hardly any grains. The amounts of grains considered minuscule by today's standards. 
the agricultural revolution has led to a lot of great things for civilization. But improving our health, despite what you and I have been taught, was not one of them. Less than 150 years ago, you literally could not produce white flour. It was an industrial revolution invention. Before then, every single kind of flour we had was stone ground. You had to stone grind your wheat to get your flour. When you stone grind flour, you cannot separate the germ from the kernel. You can separate the bran but you cannot separate the germ from the kernel. Along comes the Industrial Revolution and suddenly they, they know after thousands of years of stone grinding, one can now press it with iron rollers. You can pop the germ out from the kernel and create this white flour. The germ had omega-3 fatty acids and other added nutrients, but those nutrients caused the flour to spoil. So it lasted for a shorter period, and it had this yellowish-grayish color to it. Now, when farmers were able to figure out how to get the germ out and create pure white flour, they thought they were incredibly smart. Here lies the truth. Many experts today consider this the first fast food. Everyone wanted it, and everyone got it, because white flour was able to last a lot longer than the yellowish gray flour, which had more nutrients. Now you can transport sugar and flour. You can put it in a ship and take it around the world, thus carrying Western disease globally. Bottom line, sugar and flour are at the root of passing along this Western disease. You know, it's fascinating to think and to read about this, but for our purpose, remember that sugar and white flour did not exist as we know it today. And look, if you like this training you're getting, click that like button, and by all means, share it with your friends so that they may benefit from this training. And before 1870, there was only stone ground wheat. And by 1880, all stones had been replaced with iron, steel, or porcelain rollers throughout Europe and America. And it marked the beginning of the industrial revolution of our food. Refined white flour became the first fast food, so to speak. So this recent invention became a problem for our biology as it is nutritionally deficient. The wheat, corn, and rice flours suffer from the same fate. Many epidemics such as pellagra, and beriberi. They began appearing wherever these products were consumed. Not until 1995 did the public health authorities begin adding fortified folic acid to these products and other chemicals to attempt to balance the epidemics. It failed miserably. Today we are plagued with deficiency diseases such as diabetes heart disease, and certain cancers, just to name a few. You know, in the year 1700, we ate stone ground flour at five pounds every year. Combine that with 150 pounds of sugar, and that doesn't make a lot of sense. So again, we want to rewind our little clocks here and see if we can go back to that inner aborigine, 
without having to leave civilization. Bad news. You're going to need to remove those edible food-like substances from your diet if you are even remotely serious about getting rid of those toxins, poisons, and anti-nutrients. What does that mean? It means you need to eliminate and reduce your sugar intake. And by the way, liquid calories, liquid sugar calories are the easiest place to start. Get rid of the pop, guys, for real. Quit consuming liquids with sugar. High fructose corn syrup, cane sugar, doesn't matter. You know, these vitamin waters, it's a total joke. They are toxic legal stuff. Leave them on the shelf and drink pure water. Dr. John Rady, the world's leading psychiatrist who coined the term ADHD, he wrote a book called Spark on the science of exercise on the brain and another book called Go Wild. And he says that fruit juices are one of the biggest mistakes that otherwise great parents make with their children. That hyper-concentrated sugar, rampant in quantity in that juice, again, did not exist thousands of years ago. Sugar drinks are not good for our kids and our bodies have no clue what to do with it. Sugar flips those metabolic switches we talked about in a different dynamism biohack. Ritalin, Adderall, or psychiatric medications is not the solution. This is coming from the guy that coined the term ADHD. Let me say that again. Ritalin, Adderall, or psychiatric medications is not the solution, says the expert who coined the term. Get your kids off sugar. That's the solution and the only solution. There is no other choice. Here I'm having a Dr. Phil moment. Accept it, get over it, own it, and move on. Right? Look, Dr. David Lugwin, I've spoken about him before. He's the MD, PhD, a professor in the Department of Nutrition at Harvard School of Public Health. He's one of the foremost experts when it comes to carbohydrates, and his research focuses on the effects of diet on hormones, metabolism, and body weight. And he developed a low glycemic load diet, one that decreases the surge in blood sugar after meals. So he found when you give people these fast-acting carbohydrates without a lot of the healthy fats, you are giving children an ADHD diagnosis, precisely what the U.S. government has been recommending over the last 50 years. You know that suggestion from the standard American diet? They give you a breakfast as a whole food, or or, sorry, a whole wheat bagel with fat-free cream cheese, cereal, and a glass of orange juice? Well, what does that do to you? So the child that consumes this type of breakfast, they have no healthy fats, no protein, and a high glycemic index. So the kid's blood sugar goes up, and then he crashes which triggers the release of stress hormones like adrenaline. So around 10 o'clock in the morning, you have a kid with low blood sugar and lots of adrenaline circulating in his bloodstream. He's spastic, 
jittery and fidgety and unable to pay attention. The teacher tells the parents that your kiddo has ADHD and you go to the doctor who doesn't even ask what your kiddo eats. And he hands your kids prescriptive stimulants such as methylphenidate, methylphenidate, Ritalin, amphetamines, Adderall, and other types of medications such as Stratera, drugs under the same class as cocaine. This sounds like a Saturday night skit. I mean, this is outrageous. How can you do that to a kid? You can't even get into the military if you've taken Ritalin even once. Did you know that? I mean, scratch that. I had a, um, I had a military guy here who asked, he's a recruiter, and I asked him about this. And he says, you know, when we were in school, we heard that if you're taking Ritalin, at least even just one time, you can't get into the military. Is that true? Now, it's been a few years. This is before the electronic records thing came out, right? And he said, well, we don't ask that. I said, what do you mean? He says, well, technically, if they tell us that, then yes, we have to write that down. And it's true. Yeah, we cannot take them. But we don't like to ask that. So your kiddo has been named and labeled by two authorities, even though both authorities are ignorant to the matter. Again, in the 17th century, we have medical doctors with pliers and whiskey. We also had dentists. Which should you pick for the dental issue? Are you getting this? Later, as time passes, your kiddo becomes very depressed and even suicidal. Now, I want to be very gentle here. I understand other issues happen, but I want you to understand that a drug or even a nutritional problem will never counterbalance the toxic effect of sugar. And again, I'm not concerned about sugar found in fruit. That is not what I'm talking about here. I'm talking about getting rid of the fake foods here, the artificial stuff. As a concerned parent, you take him back to the doctor and still never ask about diet. Your doctor gives him Prozac and recommends your child see a psychologist whom still doesn't ask him about the diet. And what is the suicide rate amongst kids these days? with these drugs. Again, I need to be gentle. I understand that. But can you at least see the correlation? When you give your kid fake processed foods and sugar, mom and dad, you just gave your kid a perfect recipe to have their focus diminished, which science has even shown actually the sugar shrinks your kiddo's brain as children are still developing and that reduces their ability to learn. That lowers their self-esteem at best. At worst, because of the brain damage, they get a new diagnosis and a chronic disease. Who's to blame? Is it the child's fault? Is it the parent's fault? You can't blame the medical doctor as they get zero diet and nutrition in medical school. 
So whose fault is it? You chose the doctor with the pliers in the whiskey. America, you chose the doctor with pliers and the whiskey. The solution is simple. Mom and dad, you're not being more loving by giving in to the poor nutritional demands of your kiddos who want the sugar. You bought it. Remember, those liquid sugar calories from your home are killing us. Remove them and eliminate all the other pseudo-foods, the false fake foods, which start with things like bread. Listen, the wheat Christ ate is not what we eat today. In the old days, bread had less than five ingredients, yeast, flour, water, and a pinch of salt. It was not the wonder bread with 50 plus lab science additives I can't even pretend to pronounce. The fact that your medical doctor doesn't know any of this, get over it. I'm not knocking them for that. They have enough on their plate. You need to understand, it simply is not in their scope of practice. It's not in their education. Now, I will say, unless they have gotten more education on their own, outside standard medical school on nutrition and lifestyle medicine, like Dr. Ludwig did from the School of Harvard on nutrition. See, because we have experts who specialize in lifestyle medicine and nutrition. They ought to be referring to chiropractors and nutritionist lifestyle doctors. But again, it's a shame. Because quite frankly, that would be considered malpractice in any other specialty. You see why we need a change? So remember, if the food sitting in front of you is not real, don't eat it. It doesn't deserve to be in your body. And of course, in this day and age, we have got the refined flour, crackers, cookies, pizza dough, and more. Sorry to break the news again. I feel horrible in saying it, but pasta is all refined white flour and ultra-processed foods. It doesn't matter if it's gluten-free or wheat-free pasta. 58% of our calories now are ultra-processed foods that did not exist 150 years ago. Take the garbage out of your diet by focusing primarily on sugar, pasta, and flour. After you do that, send me a note of thanksgiving as to how you, Dr. Mom and Dr. Dad, save the life of your kiddo and your family. Until next time, I'm Dr. Matt Hammond, reminding you to lighten up, move better, and live fuller. See you next Dynamism Biohack.